What it do, golf fans? Welcome back to the Turn Dars Golf Podcast. This is Liam. Alongside me is Jack. We had another wild week in golf. I was wrong. Billy Ho can win outside of Florida. Jack, what did you think of the week? I just want to make note that it was a sad week for me. It was a sad week because it's the first time on this podcast where I have lost money. I, unfortunately, didn't have my best week. Didn't turn out. Luckily, me personally, I placed a live bet, as you know, on Billy Horschel for probably more than I should have. But his odds were too good. It was like minus 160 or something going into Sunday. So definitely dabbled and got my own money back. But in terms of podcast picks, I let the guys down. And now I'm only up 19.24 units on the podcast. So, ah, shoot. But, yeah, no, all all things considered, great week. It was awesome. Uh, Definitely not as fun to see a guy up five on Sunday, but it was, it was good to see. It it was, it was quite impressive how he managed to attack the course on Saturday. And, and, and I think Saturday was what made it fun on Sunday. Yeah. Seven under. Yeah. 65, seven under Mm. really impressive. But I honestly, I think that was more impressive than Sunday. Sunday was more about just not letting it go fairways and not giving it away. Like we saw not pulling a Mito. (laughs) Mito, Cam Young, uh, somebody else uh, shot up the leaderboards, I think, too, that was in contention. Oh, it was KH Lee. He shot 82. That was great on Sunday. Yeah, he Jeez. was like, he was top 20. I thought he was guaranteed for my bet, and that was unfortunate. It was brutal. Um, but yeah, a lot of guys on Sunday struggled. Obviously, the conditions got real tough for Sunday, and we kind of knew that was going to happen going into it. This was going to be a tough field and a tough course and a tough layout. But how did your – obviously, we did a little bit of picks, but how did your DraftKings and your FanDuel lineup go, Jack? So DraftKings 373 cracked money on some, others not so much. So kind of broke even. I did a couple 50-50s, couple, you know, you know, $10 entries, whatever the case is. Yeah. FanDuel, um, 400 points. Um, on both incidents, Matt Fitzpatrick just brutally screwed me over. But otherwise, we had a third, two thirteenths, and a fifth. So definitely carried the lineup minus Matt Fitzpatrick. So one money on DFS. But yeah, otherwise, I mean, uh, we'll get back into you real quick here. You, you and I both had the unfortunate uh, luck of taking Matt Fitzpatrick last week on a lot of fronts and to and win losing, and, and losing out on it. Um, he did. He was second in strokes gained approach last week. And he missed a cut. Kind of wild. It's unfortunate. I mean, it's not going to be very common. Um, but yeah, I had more on DraftKings. I had Morikawa and Fitzpatrick. They both missed the cut. And then I had Cam Young, T60, Siwoo Kim, T13, Aaron Wise, second, the Gala tied fifth. So I had my bottom four guys do, do great. And my top two missed the cut. It's unfortunate. It happens. Uh, FanDuel, I had McElroy top uh, tied 18th, Shane Lowry, T32. Fitzpatrick again missed the cut. Cam Young T60. Aaron Wise second. Uh, Danny Willett missed the cut. Danny Willett was just a throw in. Let's not kid myself here. Like. <laughs> um, honestly, I looked at it. I was out of the money on both fronts by about 30 points, which was the uh, the amount of strokes that Cam Young gave away on Sunday when he shot 84. Oof. So if Cam Young doesn't shoot 84 on Sunday and he shoots like even par. I win money on both those lineups. It's a little, it's a little sucky, not gonna lie. But 
it happens when it comes to betting. Can't win them all. Exactly. And as you know, and as I've now acclaimed officially on a podcast that I'm highly touted over is a first losing week in, in picks. You're only what, 19.4 now instead of 20? 19.24. I could Ooh. round it up and go up to 2.5, but that'd be cheating. What a slacker. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, let's talk about the bets that I lost. So Fitzpatrick, I don't know what happened. That was just remarkable to watch. Hideki Matsuyama WD. That killed me. Roy McIlroy crapped his pants on Sunday. That screwed me. Um, Patrick Reed, five over on Sunday. Ricky Fowler, five over on Sunday. Um, Chris Kirk, five over on Sunday. But the ones I hit were pretty good. So I had um, a minus 110, plus 150, plus 150 again, plus 200, and then a minus 110. So... Luckily, my my big ones hit, but majority over quality, unfortunately. There you go. Yeah. I mean, again, you lost half a unit or 0.6, but it, in all reality, if you're losing 0.6 and then the other weeks are gaining seven units, yeah. you're going to be just fine. The, the title of my, my bio should be up 19 units and no one will care about the 0.9 I lost. I'm, I'll make sure to put the ti- that in the title this week for the, uh, the Spotify or the Apple podcast. It's going to say Jack, Jack's falling apart or Jack lost all his money. It's going to be something really exaggerated and, and out, out, out of context, but it'll be funny because you're still up what 19 units, 19.24, baby. So, exactly. But uh, Jack did Jack did decent, and then I went three for six. Um, fortunately, I I did a little better than even because Sahith Tagala was top 40, and he was that plus 260 big hitter that I was going for. Uh, Aaron Wise top 40, uh, that's a win at minus 110. Denny McCarthy top 40 at plus 125, that was Great. a win. KH Lee top 40 at plus 125. That was an L. Cam Young top 20, which he was in, which was plus 140 L. And then uh Bryson Desham Butch, uh top 40, plus 110. That was an L. It's unfortunate. Three for six, but now I feel like I have to make a comment here for Denny McCarthy. I did give you that pick. So do I put that toward my total here? You you also gave me Bryson. Well, that was not my choice. Uh, well, all right. We're going to call those canceling out. So either way, I'm two for four and Thagala carried me because he was a big hitter. <laughs> it doesn't really matter. Um, all right. Let me run through winners, wild picks, and then we'll get into next week. Sound good? Do it. All right. So last week's winners, Jack had Matt Fitzpatrick with parentheses on Joaquin Neiman. Uh, Fitzy missed the cut. Joaquin T-third. Great average. Yeah, honestly, if you equal those out, that's like what tied 30th, tied 40th. Sure, Pretty yeah. Good. Uh, so I had Cam Young winning with parentheses on Shane Lowry. Cam Young finished tied 60th, Shane Lowry tied 32nd. Again, he shot 84 on Sunday. It's tough to see. Uh, wild pick Jack had Joaquin Neiman as a first round leader. Uh, he should have saved it for a second round. I was gonna say he was not that far off. I think he was tied for the lead after round two, maybe even round three. Um, my wild kick was Keegan Bradley top 10 and that was plus 450 and he was tied for 13th after the third round and then also proceeded to shoot I think 80 on Sunday so all of the guys that I had were in contention before they absolutely fell apart on Sunday due to the, due the conditions but I, I, I'm getting in contention I'm going to get there eventually <laughs> alright so uh, you already go to Canada eh? Let's do it for the weirdest field in golf. 
So we are going to the RBC Canadian Open. It's at St. George's Golf and Country Club, just outside of Toronto. It is a par 70, totaling 7,014 yards. Um, it hosted this tournament in 2010. It was won by Carl Peterson. I think you met him. No. No. No, that was uh, Shawn Michael. Shawn Michael. Or, Not or, the wrestler. Or McKeel. McKeel. It's like t- it's M I C H E E L McKeel. Oh, I don't, I don't know. know. It's it's weird. Uh, but he was that season. Just for uh, comparisons, he was ranked 140th in driving distance and third in putting. Uh, this is a short course. Again, only 7,000 yards. It's like 200 yards shorter than most courses. But there's only three par fives. There's only three par fives. Yes. Um, so last year's winner, it's a little funky. Uh, the last two years with COVID and it being a, an event that takes place in Canada, it's been canceled. So technically on the PGA Tour, the last winner was Rory in 2019. Um, based on the information I've seen, these greens are tiny. Outside of maybe Pebble Beach and a few others with really, really small greens, these are some of the smallest on tour. Uh, when looking at metrics for players, uh, look for players with great strokes gained approach and great strokes gained putting. I really kind of use that in my metrics this week just because there's not a lot of course history here. Again, there was only one winner here in 2010, and that was Carl Peterson. Before that, it was 1968. So it's not like there's a lot of course history here at this course. Um, again, this is the Canadian Open, and Corey Connors is the first name I'm going to mention. There's a lot of talk that this is his tournament because he is Canadian. And he's the most well-known Canadian on tour, right, Jack? He's probably the most well-known. Probably, as I, it, probably recently, just because he's come out of you know out of the shelter in the last couple of years to be one of the players of the year. But probably as of in this field specifically, the highest-known Canadian for sure. So that works. And then just uh, he is top 40 in strokes gained approach. So it's it's his tournament. He's top 40. Do with that information what you choose. Yeah, I would probably say that Stephen Ames or Mike Weir are probably a little more known than him. Uh, Maybe Brooke Henderson on the ladies side. But Corey Connors is definitely the Canadian to beat in the field. All right. Well, there you go. That's uh, that's the way to do it. And then. All right, Jack. I mean, I just rattle off a lot of information, um, but do you want to get into DK and then I will kind of work through some of the the statistics and, and nerdy stuff that I did that I was a big fan of? Yeah, I mean, let's do it. I mean, I'll kick us off right now. I'll steal your role here in introducing the DraftKings 10,000 to 11,000 range. Going from Sam Burns at 10, Scotty Scheffler at 11, 11. Liam, tell me who you're feeling in this category and why they should be in your lineup. Or as Jack so well says, if he's not in your lineup, you're stupid. Uh, all right. Well, obviously, Scotty Scheffler, Scotty Scheffler. You, I, I feel like you always love him more than I do. He's great. Obviously, his price is a little elevated this week in terms of the, the gap. There's no 10,700 10, golfer. So that big 400 gap between McElroy, Cam Smith, Shane Lowry, Sam Burns versus going up to JT and Scheffler, it's a little tough to get up there, um, especially with how lopsided this field is after these first 15 names, 20 names. Yeah, no kidding. Start, you can kind of start to fall into some tough spots. So maybe that's where you can't get into Scheffler or Thomas, but use that information how you choose. My big name in this uh, range is Shane Lowry. 
He is top 15 in both strokes gained approach and strokes gained putting. He's been playing really well recently. I mean, he hasn't finished outside the top 40 in a month and a half. So I don't think he's finished outside the top 40 this calendar year. I just looked at the last month and a half, so you might be right. <laughs> but the point being is he's been very consistent. So he is my number one choice in this range. Um, obviously, Cam Smith has been playing great. He's just got to keep it good off the tee. Uh, he probably won't need driver on this course, so he should be good. And then Rory's Rory. I'm not really messing with it too much. Sam Burns. Yeah, he seems high, but I I mean, again, not a lot of uh not a lot of great competitors, in my opinion, in this in this uh event. Yeah, what I what I'll say is Sam Burns is so elevated because the last time he played, he won. That's yes. what I'll say. Um Shane Lowry, hundred percent agree that is is of the top category of players you should pick arguably having the player of the year season if Scotty Scheffler was not existing just because he's been the most consistent player on tour in my opinion this year Cam Smith is the guy that I'm picking in this category I think um, when you look at courses like the Masters or or excuse me Augusta National I know it's not necessarily comparable but you see his proximity to the hole was remarkable and I think that's like you said strokes gained in all categories is going to be really crucial in small greens yes but it's Again, Rory McIlroy, Rory McIlroy, Justin Thomas is Justin Thomas, Scotty Scheffler, Scotty Scheffler. All these guys are here for a reason. So the only guy that I'm probably not all in on is Sam Burns at the price point. Love Sam Burns, great golfer, but at the price point of 10K is just high. I agree. I like the guys on either side of them. So it just, I think it just makes more sense on that front. Um, So with that, do you want to get into 9K? Yeah, and before we get started, I just have to gripe at Matt Fitzpatrick for showing up back again and tempting me after a missed cut. I, you know, I I don't hate him this week. I kind of like him. I'm going to be honest. I think no, of that, course he's good. Well, people are going to be scared of him. I feel like because he missed the cut last week. Yeah, like J- Jack's waving his hand. He's like, I'm scared of him because he missed the cut last week. So again, Matt Fitzpatrick is is 24th in approach or in strokes gained approach, 32nd in putting. And he was second in approach last week and still missed a cut. He's he's gonna have a bounce back. This is he's he's not he's missing cuts back to back. I mean, it's yeah. just Matt Fitzpatrick. He's too good of a golfer to to miss cuts back to back. Um, so I like him. The other guy I like in this range is uh, Terrell Hatton. Yep, yep. Uh, where's my information on Terrell Hatton? Well, so the fact that he's a goat. Yes, so he is a goat. He's also second on tour right now in strokes gained putting, and he's top fifty in strokes gained approach. So he's got great metrics for this course. I am I am big on Terrell Hatton this week. So that those are probably the two names for me that stick out most in this range. Are are you are you back on the Mitchell train now that he's ridiculously high priced again? Absolutely, I am. There, there you How go. How could yeah. you not be? Listen, here's the thing. Matt Fitzpatrick will probably end up in a lot of lineups for me. I probably have a bet on him. Let's be honest. Terrell Hatton is the pick that I think will be a great one out of this category. Um, Corey Connors, I think. Here's the thing with Corey Connors. He's proven he's worth the price point that he's at. But the average golf better is going to pick him much like they did Abraham Answer and Carlos Ortiz for the Mexican Open. Yep. Him and Adam Hadwin, I guarantee you one third of all betters will put him. If he does great, you're going to fall behind him if you don't pick him. If he sucks, you're going to excel over a third of players. So that being said, the guy below, Tony Finau, I don't know why. You know, I get the feeling Max Homa texted Max Homa, got the feeling he won. 
I said Ryan Palmer. I got the feeling top 20, 20th. Tony Fino. Watch out for him. Don't know why. On to the GOAT. Of course I'm putting Keith Mitchell in, which you know when I bet him, he makes you money. Listen to this pick. Done. He's going to be great as well because I don't have him anywhere yes. in my lineup. Yes, that's so, all I needed to hear. So it automatically means he's going to do well. Uh, I, I I can't do Keith Mitchell, as we know, when I take Keith Mitchell. I think he's missed four cuts this year. I think I've picked him in three of those four weeks, and I haven't picked him any other week. So I'm not doing it. Um, I'll leave it to Jack. He can he can risk that. Uh, again, not, not big on Corey Connors this week. He's actually – he's played this in the Canadian Open for – five years he's never finished better than 80th what yes in his five years playing in the canadian open Corey connors has never finished better than 80th place and he <sighs> barely made the cut that year wow so i am going with narrative on that and that is a little bit of a risk but just take that into account that when everybody picks Corey connors this week because the event is the canadian open i would avoid it now you laugh but i actually like adam hadwin this week <laughs> As well. and he's canadian um he's top 30 in strokes gained approach top 60 in strokes gained putting he's kind of had a little bit of a reignition it feels like he's got he's gotten a little bit better the last couple of weeks after he, he went through a little bit of a lull earlier but i'm a big fan of him i think we just went through the entire night yeah today. i'll just talk over really briefly i think um patrick Reed of a bounce back week justin rose of a bounce back week tagala is dangerous Johnny Vegas is great. CT Pan, I keep I keep seeing his name um, in my research on this, and I don't know why he keeps popping up. So maybe something to look out for. Can, can we talk about how Sahith Gala last week was sixty five hundred, and this week he's eight thousand seven hundred? That's how that's due to field a little bit. Yeah, yeah, but that's how different these fields are. Is that he is a two thousand two hundred dollar price gap between fields? Yeah. Like, it is wild. Just oh. wait till Bryson gets healthy when he goes from seven thousand to eleven thousand. Yeah, I mean that's that's gonna be brutal. It's gonna be a tough one to see. I honestly, Patrick Reed's been playing a little better. If you want to try and and you know get lucky, think you're a nice little Irishman and you want to get lucky with Patrick Reed, go wild. Yeah, like I tried to last week and then he made quad on a par three and screwed me over. <laughs> like I said, you're just gonna take a little luck, but he's at least shown glimpses. Um, the gala, he's interesting, but he really doesn't rate well on his putting. It's tough to kind of get it, get into him on that one. Um, the guy that I am a solid fan of in this line is Brendan Todd. He is where did I put my information on him? Hold on, he is a top five putter on tour this year. So his his approach game is not the best, but if you're looking for somebody in this range, I mean, after Brendan Todd and CT Pan, in my opinion. It starts to guy. it starts to kind of fall. So if you're looking for somebody down here where you're like, hey, I want a narrative that's I'm gonna live and die by. He's a top five putter. This course is big on putters. It's not the worst narrative to do, in my opinion. Hmm. So, I hear you on that one. All right. Um CT Pan, by the way, top 40 in approach. He's only a top 100 putter. So he's a little bit of the opposite in terms of he's not a great putter, but he's great on approach. So if you want him, that's a good choice. Are you ready for the 7K range or do you have more thoughts on 8K? No, I started off. All right. Um, 
if you want the level of consistency, Mark Hubbard, uh, again, rates out really well on metrics. It's tough to get to him on that, um, but he's there. If you want somebody that's also a good putter in this range, Adam Long is a top 25 putter on tour. Um, I actually kind of like him as a bet this week if you're looking more uh, sportsbook styles, in my opinion. Uh, Pat Perez has been playing really great recently, so he's a little bit of a of a steady candidate. He's he's somebody that, hey, I need somebody to make the cut and not do anything too flashy. I mean, he just is. Like, he's just not a, he's not a flashy pick, in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, um, I'll jump in on that. Go wild. I'm going to jump on the well on your pick. I think last week or two weeks ago in Austin, smother him. Smother him. Um, I, I, I told he's just last five events, 63, 25, 25, 67, 61. He's just going to make a cut. And if you're at 7,500 and you have a guy as a roster fill, but I think that Aaron Rye might be um, a good pick, you know, last couple of events, 26, 68, 46, 66, 24, 29. Yep. Good. He's 7,900. So definitely one to look out for, but it does get a little bit watered down when we get down here. Yeah. I mean, I, I really had to go into like metrics and like looking at data because a lot of these guys have not been big cut makers. You'll see it if you look at the, the FanDuel and the DraftKings. I mean, we're looking at guys where it's like, oh, yeah, David Lipsky, 12 of 21. Like, you're like, do I really want to make somebody that don't pick somebody that only makes half the cuts? Only um, if I talk about him two weeks prior, then he's in your lap. Exactly. I'll say one more name. Uh, Matthias uh, Schwab. Matthias. Matthias Schwab uh, is a top 15 putter on tour and he's inside the top 100 on strokes gained approach. Again, he's 7,300. If you're kind of looking at the lower of the 7K range, there's not a lot of great options. How dare you disrespect the Gim Reaper at 7K? I was going to say him or Rory Sabatini, honestly, because he actually, Rory Sabatini finished top 15 here 10 years ago. <laughs> so if you wanted, if you wanted to go into it, that's the, that's the best option I can give you. But yes, the Gim Reaper at 7K, we will root for him, but this is in Olympic medalist. Rory Sabatini? Yeah. He was silver, right? Mm-hmm. How did I pull that one out? I don't, I have no clue. <laughs> Well, yeah, I mean, there's so many great options in 7K. You <laughs> can't wait to get into the 6K. I, I do have a couple of names, as funny as that sounds. That's not why. That was a funny thing. Uh, yeah, I mean, don't love him. But like Luke Donald, yep. he's, he's a top 20 putter. Or no, he's top 20 in strokes gained approach. He's a hundred number one putting. player in the world. He was a former number one player in the world. Um, Adam Shank uh two on his last time he played he was fourth in the field on approach shots he's kind of middle of the road in putting he finished t26 last week he's also made four of his last five cuts hmm. so 6900 he's right there with luke donald i think both of those guys are good options and then i'm gonna go big sexy bill haas i'm gonna mention it um he's been making a lot of cuts recently i've never he's heard anyone call bill haas big sexy <laughs> Well, he, all right. Well, he's he's made lots of cuts recently. He's ten for eleven on his previously made cuts. He missed a cut at Wells Fargo. Do you want to guess the previous cut he missed before that? Wells Fargo the year before. Waste management. Mm. That was the that was the previous cut he missed before the Wells Fargo, which was like his fourth or fifth event prior. So he's been making a lot of cuts. It's not flashy, but if you want somebody on the bottom of your lineup that just kind of just gonna 
hopefully make the cut and then you can go six for six and beat everybody else with the other guys. I think he's a great choice. Yeah. I mean, listen, if you're searching down here, you're praying for a six guy. Um, Luke Donald, I hundred percent agree on. Um, I like Wyndham Clark at this price point, 37th last week. Um, Just been right around um, the cut line each and every week. And then if he does sneak in, most of the time he's getting top 40. Um, I like Wesley Bryan again. I think he's really consistent. Just a good golfer. If he does make the cut, you're going to get your money's worth. And then I would be remiss if I didn't throw the greatest name of all time in terms of uh, Canadian golf history and Aaron Cockrell. Um, <laughs> Sorry, I'm a, ch- I'm a child this week, but like. Um... <laughs> I just, I, I don't know. Just listen, if you're looking down here and you're just trying to have some fun, throw him in there, but. Otherwise, you can throw the trader Robert Garrigus in here. Wait, I'm all right. Where's Cockrell? I can't even find him on here. Oh, are you talking about like price point? Because it's yeah. 6,400. All right. Well, instead of Cockrell, do do Nick Watney because he's top 75 in approach and putting, and and he's honestly, in my opinion, a, a decent a decent pick. But I I honestly, the fact that his name's Cockrell, he might make a way into a lineup. Just, exactly. Just for, oh. just for the name alone. Dude, you know the lineups we have with our buddies. You don't think I'll be playing his name? Oh, exactly. 100%. Another good option that I forgot to mention, um, Nick Hardy, uh, 7,200. Um, grew up right in our hometown, actually. I played a lot of golf with him, and we had the same coach for a little bit. Um, Corn Ferry Tour, lost in a playoff, got second last week, coming in hot. 7,200. If you're looking for a sprinkle, chuck them in. Definitely. Are we, uh, are we going to run through? I felt, I feel bad. I hopefully I didn't run through all that too much. I just gave out a ton of stats and all of that. And I, again, this week I'm really focused on approach and putting. That's my metric going into it. That was what I looked up when I looked up all the stats. So if you don't want to follow the stats, I would definitely follow Jack's lineup a lot more than mine, but I did a lot more of the, the uh the numbers because i there's just no history here outside of 2010 yeah i mean i'll start with my DraftKings lineup since we're on the topic i went top heavy i think that this might be a tournament like i don't say this too often i think the top 10 players in this will win or one of them will um so i started with my lineup rory 10-5 cameron smith 10-3 Really jumped down here to CT Pan 8 1, Adam Svensson 7 1, Kim Reaper 7, and then Wyndham Clark 6 9. You went Wyndham Clark at 6 9. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Interesting. For DK, I went a little different. Um, I kind of pulled the, the the Jack double, 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 where I went two guys in the same kind of price ranges in each spot. I went Shane Lowry 10 1. Uh, Terrell Hatton at 9-5, Brendan Todd at 8-2, C.T. Payne at 8-1, uh, Mat- Matthias Schwab. Matthias. Matthias Schwab at 7 Martin Lard. Lard. <laughs> Matthias. Uh, Matthias Schwab at 7-3 and Bill Haas at 6-8. So. Um, All right. Yeah, and then FanDuel, Cameron Smith. I went back. I, I don't know. I really like him this week at 11-6. Tony Finau, 11. Keith Mitchell, 9-9. CT Pan, 9-6. Patrick Robert, wow, Patrick Rogers, 9-5. And then Austin Smotherman, 8-4. It's really sad to me that Patrick Rogers is 9-5 because I'm I'm sorry if this ever gets to Patrick Rogers, but like, it's just, 
I see you all the time at like seven, five, eight, maybe yeah. eight K. So nine, five just doesn't feel right when it clicks into my head. Um, all right. For FanDuel, I went uh, Shane Lowry at 11, four, Matt Fitzpatrick at 11, three, uh, Terrell Hatton at 10, nine, Adam Hadwin at 10, one, uh, Adam Shank at eight, seven and Bill Haas at seven, four. Yeah, I just want to make an announcement real quick. I just removed Patrick Rogers. Who we Aaron Rye. There you go. All right, that a kid. I pulled the old Liam special last minute adjustment. It, you know, sometimes it's needed. I mean, I, a lot of the times there's there's always hesitancy on switching lineups, but like sometimes at the 59th minute. <laughs> hey, you know what? It's whatever works. All right, Jack. How many bets do you have this week? I know you normally got about 30, but how many? How many are we looking at this time? I have nine, so I didn't get to 11 this week, but I got nine. I will say this is the first week I'm not 100% confident in my bets. I think that's due to field. Yep. So please take this with some caution. Let me, let me, let me, let me just, before you say anything, if, if you want to pick a week to go lighter on bets, next week is the U.S. Open. Uh, I would not think is a horrible idea if you go lighter this week so you can maybe go extra next week because since it is, will be a better field it probably makes the most sense and jack's oh, not in that. we think it oh. makes the most sense but because we are uh fan duel and DraftKings and sports books enthusiast of course we're going to do it every week yeah don't tell my girlfriend i'm definitely taking out a <laughs> second mortgage on this uh, u.s open but anyway let's start off um CT Pan plus 100 for top 40. I just keep seeing his name pop up in every article I read. People are really high in this week, and I'm trying to ride the public train. So CT Pan top 40. Johnny Vegas, another one, minus 110, top 40. The GOAT, Keith Mitchell, plus 175 for top 20. I think he might scratch right there. Tony Fino, top 20, plus 110. Cameron Smith, top 10, plus 110. Terrell Hatton, top 20, minus 120. Going back to the well on Fitz, uh, Matt Fitzpatrick, top 20, minus 150. And then I think Shane Lowry cracks top 10 at plus 150. Okay. You did a lot more uh, 10s, 20s, and, f- and a little bit of 40s, but okay. Shane, you like Shane Lowry at top 10? I, I just think he's right now arguably one of the most consistent golfers in the game. And I think that Scotty, Justin, Rory, Cameron Smith, one of those guys will be lower than Shane, and I think Shane sneaks right at the eight or nine. Gotcha. Okay, that's fair. Um, I did hear you say CT Pan top 40 plus 100. I actually have that bet as well. Um, I think it's a good spot. Well, I, like, I like Brennan Todd top 40 at plus 110. Again, if, if the putter is big this week, and I'm hoping it works for him. I also did uh, Matthias Schwab uh, top 40 at plus 130. Uh, we didn't mention him too much, but David Lipsky, uh, he's top 50 in strokes gained approach and he's top 75 in strokes gained putting. So I did him for top 40 at plus 120. We talked about Adam Long. He's a top 25 putter. I did top 40 at plus 130. And then I'm doing Terrell Hatton over Sam Burns and Corey Connors plus 165. Nice. And then I will say, dummy alert, I forgot one of my bets. What are we talking? There will be a hole in one. In this event at minus 130. Nice. I like it. We've never, no, that should have been like 
Uh, actually, no, yeah. I was like, wait, that can't be a wild pick. Who am I kidding? It's mine. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, wait, wait, we've never done a whole like a hole in one pick on this. What the heck? Um, all right. I mean, I'm here for it. What are we what are we thinking, Jack? Do we want to do winners or wild picks first? Listen, my man, you crushed me in almost every category last week. So why don't you just take off? That is a lie. Yeah, that's oh. probably fair. So I'll just go ahead and start. <laughs> that is a lie. I've been struggling down here in the dungeon but i think um cam smith will win this week as okay. a winner um and then obviously we'll do a backup a little more kind of a wild card pick and i just i don't know why this makes no sense because i don't think we really even talked about him sebastian munoz i have no like i'm not even confident enough to put a bet on him but i don't know why just like his name strikes me yeah, we didn't talk about Munoz too much, but okay, interesting. Um, hmm. Yeah, because I'm not allowed to pick Scotty Scheffler ever again. Yeah, well, so. well, and I appreciate that 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 you fell off of the you fell off the Scotty Scheffler bandwagon for half a second. Bandwagon. I'm trying to make some dough. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But uh, I appreciate you not picking him in all actuality. All <laughs> right, you took Cam Smith. I'm gonna take Terrell Hatton. And I'm going to put a parentheses on Brendan Todd this week. How was that not a wild card pick? You could put them like like top 10. Hey, you said last, what was it last week again? If Cam Young wins, then you're going to like tattoo something on yourself. Listen, Brendan Todd is plus 700 for top 10. That's perfect. Yeah, that could be your wild card pick for Pete's sake. No, because I got a better wild card. Then plus 700? Probably. <laughs> it should be plus 700, the amount of people that love this guy. Hmm. I have no idea you're talking about, but I'm so curious now. I I have Corey Connors missing the cut. Oh, my goodness. That probably will happen. Yes. Uh, <laughs> and, and, and I know somebody's going to sit there and say that that's not, uh, that's not a wild card. But looking at the numbers right now, he's the fourth, sorry, fifth best odds. Apologies, that just changed. Uh, he's the fifth best odds to win the whole thing. So, sorry, it's 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 a wild card. I mean, anybody with that high of an opportunity to win it, yeah, it's it's going to count. Hundred percent. And then I couldn't decide, so if I may cheat, I do have two wild card picks. Okay. I have Aaron Rye, and they're both plus 650. Aaron Rye, top 20, and Austin Smotherman, top 20. So if one of those hits, we're going to the bank. You like my my Smotherman pick. Huh. Again, it's one of those things, just a little snap feeling when I looked at the name, just got a little antsy. Um, I, I don't know. And don't what know. were the odds on both of those? Plus 650. Plus 650. All right. And I will I will look later on. Unfortunately, they don't have the the missed cut make cut lines out right now. When they get them up, I'll include mine on Corey Connors so that way next week we can we can go over them. Outside of that, though, uh, that should be just about everything. Jack, just to confirm you had Cam Smith and who? Uh, oh, um, was it Johnny? No, it was Sebastian Munoz. Munoz, yeah, Munoz. And just for the record, PGA Tour Power Rankings just came out for the Canadian Open. I'll read it off for everybody here. Scotty Scheffler, JT, Sam Burns, Shane Lowry, 
Rory, Cam Smith, Corey Connors, Fitzpatrick, Finau, Hatton, Hadwin, Brendan Todd. Let's go. HV3, Patrick Reed, and then Sebastian Munoz. Uh, Don't knock my Brendan Todd pick yet, all right? It's not over. Top 10 things I was not expecting. (laughs) I, I I have just a couple minutes here. I'm going to talk about a few of the things that have been brought up. Obviously, we have uh, the live tournament starting this losers, week. Losers, losers. We're, we're not thrilled about doing it. I, I will do a little bit of research throughout the week to, to kind of see what goes on this week within the tournament. I, I don't have any information, so I'm not going to start sitting here and giving you guys bets and details on who you think is going to win. In my personal opinion, bet DJ or Gooch, and you've probably got like a 50% chance of winning. Um, I, 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 we don't have any information. We are going to do some research this week, figure out kind of how the tournament goes. There are a lot of names that came out. Jack, is there a name that stuck out to you the most? Other probably- yeah, loser McLosers. They all suck. They're losers. I'm very strong in my opinion, but let's DJ. be honest. DJ, Phil Mickelson, Ricky Fowler isn't necessarily 100% confirmed, but apparently the contract's pending so take that as you wish sergio garcia charles schwartzel um, martin keimer former number one player in the world and major champion there's just some old european guys and then people that money grab they're such losers i'm so upset right now i i understand why but they're just losers jack's got a little bit of bias coming out in and and i understand because i don't love it either um the goal is to give a little bit of information each week in terms of what's going on there because this is the first event, we just don't have any information right now. We're not going to tell you guys the wrong things and make it well known. Uh, I don't know half the players. I don't know three quarters of the players. Honestly, have, ten seconds. Do you have any thought on Hideki getting uh, uh, disqualified for having the whiteout on his club? Yeah, it was the right call. Um, technically, I think their technical rule is you're allowed one line for alignment. Anything beyond that is considered impartial or unfair. Um, so paint Sharpie on the club face tape adhesive changes the characteristics of spin and the friction between the golf ball. So I think it's an unfair advantage and he was rightly disqualified. It's unfortunate, but it's the way it goes. Um, obviously it's, it, it, and I had him as a pick. Yeah, it, it stinks. And obviously anybody that's better when it's bad, but it's the way it's the way golf goes. We'll get them next time, but let's go out there and win a bunch of money this week. Let's have a good one. One more week to the U S open. Let's do it, babe.